Thank you for joining me in my hen house. Nicole's Hen House is an audio space dedicated to the stories of women in the roles of business, healthcare, entertainment, and politics. I'm a millennial mama on a mission to tell the stories of women's influence in our culture. As always, cheering for you. I learned to not chase clients. I learned my favorite quote, what is mine will not miss me. Thank you for joining me in my hen house. For the next few episodes, we'll hear from Nadine DeLeon. I met Nadine in an interview. I actually interviewed to work for her, and it turned out I wasn't the right fit for her company's needs, but I was so impressed by her story, I asked her to be a guest on the show. Nadine transitioned from the IT world to event planning. It was a brave, smart business move. Enjoy these episodes hearing from a radical boss babe. And four that are just rentals where people are either picking up or we're delivering. So there's a wedding on Friday. No, there's two weddings on Saturday and, and two events for rentals on Saturday and something else on Sunday. So Saturday, Sunday were like completely booked. And so I take Friday off from my IT work mm-hmm. and, you know, I, I got, I'm thinking, well, we're going to go Friday to the venue. We'll do some, you know, because it was like they wanted greenery on the whole entire wall behind them. So it was going to take us a few day, a few hours. And then we could come back the next day and set up the guest tables and the arch. And it was an Indian wedding. So no bouquet, no boutonnieres. And the centerpieces were like really simple um, bud vases with some buds. But the, they wanted a big wall of greenery. So I wanted to go the day before. So here I am at 11 a.m., you know, and then I've got also, I've got people packing at the warehouse for the wedding tomorrow, the two weddings tomorrow. Remember, there's two weddings on Saturday and four events, and then people packing stuff up for pickup, deliveries, right? And um, I call the venue manager at 11 a.m., like, hey, we're on our way, just letting you know we're going to come and put the greenery on the wall. Um He's like, yeah, sure, come by. Um, and, and he's like, and I said, so I just want to make sure, like, if we don't finish today, we can always come back tomorrow. And he's like, how are you going to come back tomorrow? The wedding's tonight. <laughs> no. You... No. Did you, like, stop breathing for 60 <laughs> seconds or something? <laughs> so that was your sign? Yeah. And that weekend, there was one event where I thought the client was coming to pick up like pillars and vases and chafing dishes. And they call me and they're like, where, where are you? I'm like, what, what are you talking about? Oh, we're waiting for our pillars and chafing dishes. I'm like, well, you are picking them up. They're like, no, you are dropping them off. (laughs) And it's a wedding. They can't, you know? Uh, Yeah, they got to have those. It was $600 in rental that I had. She didn't have those things at her wedding and I had to refund her the money because we didn't deliver and she couldn't pick up. That makes you feel like a bad business owner, but also like you did make it right. It's like one of those things of like, this is just going to be a comp. Like this just is what it is. It's like where you feel bad, but also like you can make it right. But then you still know like this is not going to be in the wedding pictures. (laughs) 
<laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like, she's always going to remember those pillars weren't in those wedding pictures. <laughs> right. So I remember it was, it was the weekend before Columbus Day. It's actually going to be a year next week. Uh, it was Columbus Day on Monday, 14th of October. I think it was last year or something like that. And after, so what I did is I called a whole bunch of people to come to that wedding that Friday. Like I said, ASAP, we, it was 11 a.m. And the ceremony was at five, Nicole. That's six hours. That's a six hour set. Oh no. And to do a greenery wall. That's like 18 hours of work. And the greenery wall is not the little backdrop that you see. It's right. like the entire wall of the ballroom. Mm-hmm. So I had them, I had people come ASAP. I asked for more, like my daughter's friend came, my daughter came, like whoever I could find. And we actually got the wedding done and and the couple loved it. They even did a a review for us that they loved it. And then the next day I did another wedding set up and then we did a whole bunch of events. And then by Sunday night, I was like in surrender mode. I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. God. I surrender. What is it that you want me to do? Were you in a lot of physical pain after that? Like just shot? Yeah, definitely physical exhaustion. Cause I think the mental, the mental shot of you got to get this done in six hours. Yeah. But, but it was a very clear sign that something has to be done. And I, and I didn't even not for a split second that I sit down and make calculations if I can do this. I did not question. I did not calculate. I did. I said, I hear you loud and clear. I call my, my boss on Monday morning and I said, Hey, um, so I'm just letting you know, I'm giving you my notice. Um, she's like, Oh, I understand. Cause she knows I was doing this business. She goes, okay, well, I'm really sorry. I'm really sad to see you go. But, um, you know, I understand that you have to focus on this business and this is your passion. I said, okay. She goes, so, so will, will, will your last day be two Fridays from today? I said, no, today is my last day. I'm not coming in. Um, did you feel peace and relief after that? I, I felt a lot of peace and relief. I felt, you know, when, when you do things, that you believe God is moving you to do mm-hmm. your human self forgets how mm-hmm. he showed up for you all those other times. Right. Yeah. That's and, <laughs> yes. That's such a good way to say it. Yeah. You know, I, my human self forgot how God got me through 40 buildings of Christmas decor with no, no one to help me. And within three days, all these people showed up. Right. So it was relief, it was peace, and it was a lot of trust. Mm-hmm. Like if you can make that miracle work, you can do this. And um I remember that week every day waking up, I don't have to go to the office and juggle weddings and IT. I don't have to work after an eight hour day in the wedding stuff. You know, so, so for the first few days, I was like getting up and taking my time and going out to Hobby Lobby, looking for decor stuff and just feeling really free and light and 
you know, I'm home. Yeah. You know, that was the, and I don't, you know, not a single day since October of, of 2019, I think it was the 14th, not a single day have I said, oh my God, that wasn't a great decision. Oh my, what did I do? Or I want to go back to, I, even during COVID quarantine, I did not ever like reach out with an email saying, hey, do you have work? I'm worried about because I'm a single mom, you know, there's no, there's no spouse helping with the bills mm -hmm. and my kids are still, you know, school and high school and things like that. So I, I have not because number one, if, if God is calling me to do something, it's very well supported. Right. It's very well supported. Um, if I have any doubts, they're not coming from God. Preach. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So today, you know, during COVID quarantine, what I did is I took Enchanting Designs and rebranded it. And, you know, moving forward, um, I want to do more design consulting where people come in and want me to want, want to pay for my time to sit down and design something for them and put a, together a package of design instead of like, you coming and saying, I want the centerpiece with some white and, and blush and, and just giving you that. I want to be able to, to do those big events where you're like, I'm, I want Cinderella feel. And then you're like coming up with all the different components that are going to make them have that feel. So has your business, obviously like in March, everybody's business just kind of paused because like we were on freak out mode. Nobody knew what to do. Um, but have you seen more clients coming to you for like really elaborate intimate celebrations or how have you seen your business change during the time of corona so in quarantine i used that time to build a, a rental website okay so i put all of my items that is so much work it was um i it was a website called blooms and finds so if you go on there you'll see every single thing that we have and the price to rent it um, so that's what I did. It was a lot of work. It was tedious. Um, I had to move 35 weddings to next year and I lost a very large, um, corporate event because they canceled completely. Mm -hmm. I lost a very large wedding because they canceled completely. Um, and I was left with a few handful of people who were going to go ahead with intimate ceremonies. Okay. And, um, you know, what I've, what I've been able to do is these intimate gatherings, I'm able to make more luscious and more elaborate mm -hmm. because they, you know, the money that they've spent for 150 guests is now being spent for 20 or 15. Are they more fun? For me, they are, you know, as I've been on this journey, like I started with a certain design style. Now it's very different, but I have fun when, I can use colored glass and vintage furniture and different chairs. And like, that's fun for me because you're a designer. You're not, you're, you're not like a copycatter, you know, like you yeah. are, someone is saying, make it feel like Alice in Wonderland, make it feel, you know, like that's fun. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so, so what's happened since we came out of quarantine is, I've had clients who just, they just want to get married with like 10, 20 people. Um, I did have a couple of large weddings 
um, which the pictures have been posting on Instagram. Those ones, you know, there was a wedding in September for 125 guests. So there are some people who came with big weddings. Um, and then I've had um, more word of mouth. There's been a lot of collaboration with other vendors and venues who are now referring me to their clients. So one of the things um, I had to learn is I don't, um, I don't chase clients. Okay. That's, you just ooze confidence and favor. So elaborate on how, like, did you know from the beginning that that was going to be your business model? Because at the beginning we were talking about Instagram of like, you're not going to be a slave to Instagram, not chasing clients that, that falls under the same category. So was, has that always been your thing? Was it like that when you had your IT business as well? I don't think so. I think, you know, I definitely think God used my whole journey in my marriage to work on certain things that would then be used in my business. Okay. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a chaser of men. You know, that's, that's how, that's how I married both of my husbands. They did not pursue me. They did not chase me. I chased, I convinced them they need to be with me. And so no, um, before this, the last few years, um, I would be emailing clients every week. Hey, what have you decided? Are you going to go with us? Blah, blah, blah. Um, because that's what every, that's what everyone tells you to do. Right. Everyone's like, you need to follow up every week. You need to follow up. Um, in addition to that, it was, it was feeling, I was feeling bad from rejection. Like when people didn't go with me, like, I want to know why. And, mm -hmm. um, did they tell you? Sometimes they did. It's like someone else just had a lower price or your price was too high. Um, some people thought that, you know, I'm not a florist. People want to know, they want, you know, they want someone that when they're meeting with them, she knows all the names of the flowers. Well, I didn't. Right. You know, um, so, I, you know, there was these different reasons. Um, when I did a lot of work on myself, I did a whole bunch of work on myself with my marriage. Um, learned to not chase clients. I learned my favorite quote, what is mine will not miss me. If you're new to the show, you might not know that we were on food stamps in 2018. Being on food stamps can be an overwhelming experience. To help listeners who might be starting a journey on food stamps or for listeners who just don't feel like doing their own grocery list, I have released my free food stamp guide. This is a free download available on the site to help women in families who are on food stamps learn the skill of how to make meals last and also for reader listeners who just don't want to do food prep. So go to the site, NicoleSenhouse.com, and click on the free guide at the top of the page. Right. That should be a tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. Think about it. What is mine? God is making sure it will not miss me. So if you are not calling me back to sign a contract, you're not my customer. Mm -hmm. Because either... God wants that person a blessing. That person is a blessing for someone else or that wedding is going to be a sham or an obstacle or a problem or not for me. 
Mm-hmm. And I've lost a lot of weddings that I've absolutely like, God, I really want to do this wedding. I really want to do this venue, God. And, you know, um, it's like my marriage. I really want my marriage to work, God. I really want, and God kept on saying no, no. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I really want this, no. Like the answer is always, and you're always like, I want it. And then you think that if you keep on saying, I want it, he's going to give it to you. But the answer keeps continuing to be no. No. Yeah. No means no, even from Yahweh. <laughs> no matter how many times we ask. Right. I'm like, change your mind. No. Um, but, 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 but I learned that God's no is not no, period. It's no, I have something better. Right? Yeah, that's the gospel. Yeah. Right? Because that warehouse that he said no to in the beginning... And then we had to go to that gutted warehouse and then we had to go into the, to the, to the warehouse with the $15,000 renovation. Um, he said, no, I have something better. It just didn't, you just don't realize it when he's saying no and you're devastated. Yeah. It's like, and to like surrendering to his timing, not ours, right. which that's a hundred percent. No fun. Like, yeah. no, sir. I want it my way. Thank right. you for asking. Absolutely. <laughs> You're, yeah. you're, you're talking my language. I want it my way, my timing. And I'm definitely on the floor sulking and, you know, pounding my feet. I want it my way. And, and he's a very loving God that he's like, I know, I know you do. So he's, he's not backing down and doing it my way. He's just being patient until I can accept his way and his timing. So today I have this gift where a client will reach out to me. I think my confidence goes through the phone line mm-hmm. and I'm letting the client know, this is who I am. This is how I do my business. Would you like to do business with me? I have packages. I have, you know, half design or I have a full design consultation. Which one would you like? And they'll choose one. And it's like, okay, if that's what you want, that's what we'll go forward with. I no longer spend hours with clients talking to them and sending them emails with pictures. Like I respect my time so much and respect myself that any client that comes to me now, I'll spend 15 minutes chatting with you on the phone to understand where you fall. Right. Our process. And then after that, if you're going to work with us, it's going to be on paid basis. Mm -hmm. If we're not going to, and I, you know, I remember in the beginning, I used to spend lots of time and hours of people who were like, what about this? Can you cost this? Can you send me a, a, a document that summarizes all of these pictures? And I would do all of that work and follow up with them two, three weeks later. And it's like, oh, we went with someone else. Someone else gave us a better price. So basically they took my document, showed it to someone else and someone else just gave them a better price. Mm-hmm. So I don't do that anymore. My time is very valuable. Yes, I would rather be taking a nap than send, you know, doing this free work for someone who may not may or may not work with me. And that confidence comes through in my conversations. And what I've found is when when my confidence comes through, I get more clients attracted to me. Mm-hmm. And and it all begins with you respecting yourself, like you valuing yourself, right? not you wanting others to value you. Mm-hmm. You just have to value yourself and then others will value you. Yeah. Right. So 
kind of like my business model now. And when people don't respect my time, I will call, like I had, um, I remember, it was like May, right? We're right after quarantine. This planner calls me for a wedding on August 1st. The girl wants to do it in her, in the cul-de-sac of her house. And she wants to do some elaborate thing. And she's going back and forth, back and forth with me without payment. And I was vulnerable because it's COVID and you need the money, you need the business. You're so scared that maybe this is it. So I'm like, okay, I'm going along with it. And then she even puts me on the phone with her client for a one hour meeting. And I still don't have a cent from this client. Mm -hmm. And on the phone, I said, after we had a one hour conversation, she's like, yeah, send me the picture of the chairs and send me a picture of the cushions of the chairs and send me a picture of the tablecloths. I said, I'm happy to send all of that to you, but I can't do any of that without payment. You have to provide a deposit. And the planner is like, that's not how you do business, Nadine. You can't do that. You can't. I'm like, this is how our business works. Mm -hmm. And I hung up called the planner back and I said, you know, I'm, I really want your bride to have everything she wants for the budget that she wants. And I'm not your designer. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I won't be able to move forward with you anymore. Go ahead and find someone else to do the work for you. Like I have to, you know, these are, these are the, it's like, it's very much like a relationship where you go to the person and you say, mm-hmm. you're not good for me. Mm-hmm. You don't serve me. And so you learn the lessons here and you apply them everywhere because they become about you. Mm -hmm. These lessons are about who you are. It doesn't matter if it's a personal romantic relationship, a friendship or a business relationship. You are so healthy. Like hearing these words, it's like, this sounds, this is like the pep talk that every young adult needs of like how to (laughs) set boundaries with your clients and how to do this the right way. Because like what you said, like we're taught to chase, like we're taught like the fortune is in the follow-up, maybe, but actually if you just like start out the gate of like, here is the product, here is how it will benefit you, this is the rules to get it, you don't have to, because they'll right. know how to do this. Right. right. But I think, but I think at the same time, I believe in cleaning house. You've got to clean house inside of you. You can't have <laughs> You can't be jealous of other designers. You can't be angry. You can't have resentments. Like I believe all of that stuff needs to be cleaned up before you start to stand up and say, this is who I am. Because sometimes some of that comes from arrogance and resentment and envy. So I had to clean up a lot of that. You know, I, I belong to a 12 step program that does the 12 steps and you do a lot of cleaning up of your of the stuff that you've done. You make amends. You do a lot of forgiving. So I believe you have to clean house. Once you clean house, then you're able to step forward in your best self and say, this is my best self. I've dealt with my demons and this is my best self. And that's how I believe you get all of that work, mm-hmm. right? Because your motive is no longer out of jealousy or competition or your motive is I, I'm just being me. I'm just showing up and doing what I love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's so apparent in your Instagram feed that you love this, but like the way you're, the way you communicate this, this is so effortless. And like, I know there's intention and thought behind it, but there's no strife and it doesn't sound like there's tension or struggle or like a tug and pull of like, should I or shouldn't I? It's like, it's this very 
like we're in good hands. She knows what she's doing. Like it, it's almost cathartic in a way to like know that you've got it. It is. You remind me of a call I had with a client a few days ago where she's got a gazillion things that she wants. She's, she's basically a design client who came to me with like 18 different bouquets and you know, like all these different colors that she wants. And I want all of this and you have to bring it together. And so she's calling me. She's like, I'm really, I don't know if you're going to be able to figure everything out that I want. I don't know. If, and I said to her, I said, have you read my reviews? Like, I have yet to I have yet to have a client say, "Wow, Nadine, you really missed the mark. You you didn't get me." I said, "I have this talent in me that when I talk to you after a few times, I I already got your vision. I already see what you're seeing. I see the colors. I see it's just a talent that you have. Yeah. And and I'm confident of it. And when someone is doubting, I'm like, "You're in good hands. Mm-hmm. This is why you're paying the big money because you're coming to someone, not just someone making a flower arrangement." This is someone who's talking to you. And as I'm talking to you, I'm collecting information about what you like. Mm-hmm. And my reviews, people are always saying she exceeded what I even expected. She, she took my vision and made it reality. So that's a talent that I have. I'm very grateful for. Um, I can tell you this is a talent that has been enhanced by my spiritual journey right yeah because I really believe I I live on the scripture seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness and Mm -hmm. all these things shall be added to you right so it's not just seeking God like going to church and and praying seeking God and his righteousness is how do I treat others every day how do I handle the money that I get from God every day? How do I treat my kids? How do I treat my employees? How do I treat strangers? Do I spend time with God every day? Do I give unconditionally without expecting something back? Like that is for me seeking his kingdom and his righteousness. And that's, you know, whenever people say like, how do I get this? And how I can't tell them how, because if you don't have like a spiritual relationship with a higher power, you're thinking that you have to strive to get all these things. Right. Right? Yeah. But actually, my experience is it's effortless, like you said. I don't have to do much striving. Yeah. I clean house with making sure every day there's, I'm dealing with anger and resentment, and they're going to show up. It's not like anger never, sh- we're human, we're going to be angry, we're going to be resent but I deal with it. I make amends if I'm at fault. I forgive someone if they hurt me. So I'm daily doing that. And when you're doing that, the line with God becomes clear. Your connection becomes clear and you're able to receive all of his goodness, which is how he adds to you when when you've done that. Mm -hmm. This is better. Like this is the best sermon. It's just like, this is water. Like this is so restorative <laughs> to hear you oh, talk. Thank you. Um, but I love it because I mean I don't know the entirety of your salvation story. You shared a little bit about it when we first spoke, but um, a I think it's cool that you can discern the difference between uh, like it, the intimacy with the Lord and what it looks like to walk with Yahweh versus like 
the rote behaviors that we're taught to do as Christians and like what that behavior is supposed to look like, but it doesn't actually affect your heart. So how this has like literally impacted your business is cool to hear. And I think this is going to be so encouraging for people um, as they, you know, hear your story of transitioning from like IT to now you do full-time events. Like these things are not related, Uh, but what is related is your small business skill of like, okay, like you went from corporate America to like, now you're a contractor. So you know how to make a small business work and be successful. Right. And you transitioned so thoughtfully. Mm -hmm. Um, It's cool to hear your story. Well, thank you. We have a few more episodes with Nadine. Her story is inspiring and hopeful. Stay tuned to learn how she used grit, determination, and confidence to become one of the most influential event planners in her area. To learn more about Nadine, visit her website, nadinedeleon.com, or find her on Instagram. Links are in the show notes. As always, cheering for